Welcome to New Hope Underground. Today's episode is entitled, Overworked Gondoliers, and How He Needs Help. And now here are your hosts, Darren Hansen and Drew Hansen. Buongiorno. Buongiorno. Yeah, it's Italian. It's Italian, you know. Oh, Italian. It means hello, I think. Oh, doesn't it? Yeah, it sounds like bonjour. Yeah. You know the French. Now I'm, I'm bringing the Italian to the table. We're cultured. Hey, welcome to New Hope Underground. I'm Darren. And I'm Drew. And we're both, we both have the same last name, which is Hansen. Which is not Italian. Which is not Italian at all. It's Danish, actually. Yeah, we're, we're more like Vikings. I guess you could say we're Great Danes. We're Great Danes. I was going to go with Viking. You went with a dog. <laughs> <laughs> Viking would be cooler, I guess. But they, I, don't, I guess there's some Viking people from Denmark. I don't know. I'm just throwing all Scandinavia into one bucket right there. Well, anyway, we're you know we're proud to be Danes, I guess. Heck yeah. Our names that way anyway. I'm not so sure. I took that you know ancestry DNA thing. Uh huh. So you should understand or know this because you know at least a lot of it's same yeah, for you. It's applicable. But I'm like 88 percent Welsh, uh, English, and uh, Northern European. So which North, is, Northern Europe is, would be Dan, would, Denmark. Yeah. Hmm. 88%. I mean, it's like really high. Yeah. And I, I started thinking, wow, that's unusual because there's so many people in our family that are German, have German last. But when I started looking at the family, that I have a lot of English uh, people on both sides of the family. Huh. So there you go. Well, if, you, you know, if you, you listeners out there, if you have something like a bizarre heritage that you didn't know about, let us know. I just think it's interesting taking those little DNA things. Yeah, it's cool. What I always wanted to do, if I had the money, I would take the DNA thing from every single place that offers it just to see if it all comes back the same or if, uh, it's, if it's just a scam. Yeah, I think I got scammed in one of those one time. Did you really? Yeah, it's like some guy <laughs> at the mall. <laughs> some guy at the mall is like, let me take your DNA. Well, I thought I was signing up for like a newsletter to like... Cause I I'm I was used I used to be a pushover I'm still kind of a did pushover. you let him swab your mouth no no it wasn't oh, oh. He, he's like hey g- give me all of your information <laughs> give me all your information and uh, so you're like okay yeah well I was like 21 20 at the time some guy in a mall is like fresh give me all your information fresh out of the air force you know so yeah he's like give me all your information I'm just, I thought I'm just gonna sign up to inquire now I got charged somehow. I don't remember giving them my credit card. I don't know. They took money out of my account and they gave me like this family crest and in this frame. Like, I don't know if that's actually. Wow. What was the family crest like? I'm trying to remember. Pretty cool. It was pretty cool. Did you keep it? No. (laughs) But I did for a little bit and I'm like, there's no way of knowing. Like, how did they figure all of that out from like my credit card number? I don't think they figured it out. Did you know that we're we're related to uh, William the Conqueror? Oh, back 1066 Battle of Hastings. Oh, like Braveheart guy. Way back in the day. Well, he's from. He was Norman. You know, from Normandy. Okay, okay. He's French. Yeah, he's French, but he became king of England. All right. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't really understand all the history. That's what I hear. That's. I don't really have anything to prove it or anything. So, but I'll go ahead and go if with it. If you say it with confidence, and they and if they took your credit card number, 
then it's probably true. Yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't. No one. No one took my credit card number. I'm not sure how I found that out through some sort of ancestral stuff. But anyway, it's kind of interesting. Take the legit test. Don't go to the mall. That guy in the kiosk. Yeah. I, I, every time I pass those guys, they're wanting you to dip your hand in something. Like oh yeah, I got scammed. Some sort of, of those too. Some sort of liquids. I was such a pushover. I guess back then. Yeah. you get scammed every time you walk, walk through the mall. Well, they were nice, and I'm like, eh, they probably get rejected <laughs> all the time. I'm like, yeah, I'm sure they do. Yeah. I ended up spending sixty bucks on eye cream. I don't. I didn't touch it. Did you really? Yeah. Drew, you need to stay away from those things. He was so nice, man. Like, I thought I taught you better than that. You know, like, don't, don't take candy from strangers and that kind of thing. Well, this wasn't a stranger. He was, well, he was a stranger. I don't know. You paid $60 for eye, you eye me to cream. Be, you, Not ice cream, but eye cream. I, I'd probably pay $60 for good ice cream. Now, that might be a better deal, I actually. thought it'd be nice, like, Brooke might want something you, know, you, gave, you bought her some really, really nice eye no, cream. She was upset. She's like, why in the world did you buy this? I'm like, well, she needs to go with you when you're walking through these malls. That's what yeah. needs to happen. Now it's like, don't don't make eye contact. Don't make eye contact. Just keep walking. Then you got those guys with those toys that are like playing with them and stuff in the kiosk. Oh, yeah. 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 I tell you, what, I just don't go in malls anymore, basically. They're kind of You, you want to know obsolete. why? There are two reasons. One is the kiosk people. That's mm-hmm. one reason. That's a good reason. The second reason is because of all the perfume uh-huh. and stuff that's in the air in these department stores. Uh-huh. I mean, I got to get on my hands and knees to get underneath the cloud yeah. so I can breathe. Yeah, don't go into the department stores. I mean, I, I seriously get like allergic reactions. Yeah, that's messed up. So, yeah, I just try to look find an exit door. I think they need to. Which is good for my wallet. I mean, that's true. I feel like uh, malls are getting obsolete anymore, especially in the de- department store. I like maybe in the fifties it was cool, but now yeah, we I don't know if we've we have an Effingham Mall. I'm not sure if it's still open. I heard they're going to invest in in it. Oh, oh really? Like they're someone's selling it. I don't know. Well, Could I hope they it. don't put a bunch of stinky perfume stuff in and a bunch of kiosk people. Don't ruin it, man. Put something you know. cool in, like sixty dollar ice cream stands. There you go, because we're such a happening town, man. Things are happening. Hey, I hey. live on the south side. So anyway, do you want to know why I started off with this whole Italian Bargiorno thing? <laughs> I forgot. Yeah, how? It's because I have a story that comes out of Italy today. Okay. So Bargiorno. Bella. Ciao. And, and uh, here's the story. You you know Venice, right? I mean, you've, mm-hmm. have, you, have you been to Venice? I have not been. I haven't either. Always wanted to go. I do know it's sinking. But it is sinking. But it's the, the streets are full of water, and you've got the the gondoliers are probably the most famous part of mm-hmm. Venice, where you get in a gondola, mm-hmm. a boat, and they take so, you around. So romantic. They sing songs and that kind of thing. Yeah. Well, the city of Venice has just issued. A uh, basically this law now that gondoliers can only transport five people at a time, not six. Originally, it's been six. Oh no! It's only five uh, now, <laughs> and some of the bigger gondoliers that are, that can actually take up to fourteen are now allowed only twelve passengers. Mm-hmm. This just happened. Oh my! Now the reason that they gave is. Is not what I expected. I thought the reason was is because tourism has picked up and it's just so busy and there's too many gondolas out there, uh-huh. out there on the and it's creating some sort of traffic jam, if you will. Right. But that is not the reason. What, what is it? The reason is is because apparently, especially over the last ten years, people have increasingly gotten heavier. Uh- <laughs> 
And some of these gondolas are uh-huh. taking on water. Oh, man. And it's becoming extremely difficult for the gondoliers. So apparently there's <laughs> like a union, if you will, of gondoliers that has gone to the city, and the city has decided to make this law. They just can't paddle that many people anymore. That people are just too big. And they're just... And so so now you can have five people in a gondola. Maybe we need like our gondoliers to start working out more. Maybe they they think of that one. Yeah, maybe there needs to be some sort of training process. Yeah, or, you like know. a like a gondolier boot camp. I I don't know. I, it's just it just seems like a big slap in the face. To I assumed you were going to say because of COVID. Yeah, no, it's not even because of COVID. Hmm. In fact, they said that their uh, tourism has increased. Uh, Italy. Yeah. Really. Which seems odd. Maybe people think, well, since the COVID thing was already there, it's kind of gone. And Well, maybe it's all the poor people that are like, hey, I can actually afford a plane ticket now. I don't know, but they're, they're, they're tired of, of, of paddling too many people around at one time. And they're, bring, they're, they're bringing on water. I mean, water is getting into the gondolas because, oh because the, the gondolas is so down into the water now because the weight of the people. Oh, my goodness. And I don't know if it's just something that, they said the last 10 years, so I don't know, like the last 10 years, they've just kept an eye on the overall weight of people. I don't know what's going on, but... All the gondoliers are just like coming back each night super sore. And these aren't just Italians. These are, you know, people from all over the place, tourists from everywhere. Oh, yeah. They're probably, probably most of them are not Italian. Right. Probably mostly like Americans. And Europeans. I mean, they're coming from yeah. everywhere, I imagine. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that made me feel really good when I'm trying to lose weight. <laughs> to think, uh, good thing. I guess I don't want to go to Venice now. You know, I, I'm going to scratch it off my list. I don't know. If you get big enough, you can ride on one of those gondoliers by yourself. That's kind of I nice. just don't want to be the one blamed for the water coming in. <laughs> you know, I don't want to. I just don't want to take the blame for that. No. Uh, I, I don't want everybody looking that. around going, who's that guy? You know, who's the fat guy in the back who's... <laughs> Who's making us have to get out? The gondolier is like pulling some sort of like wheelie type right motion. The back end sinking. And God forbid, you know, I get in one of those things and the he, the gondolier drowns. That would not be a good no. thing. No, you'd have a lawsuit on your hands. Right. So I I don't know. I'm thinking I'm just I'm thinking about just staying away from Venice, eh. which is probably not only a good thing for them but a good thing for me because I can't afford it anyway. Well, you could always but, go to uh, Fort Lauderdale. That's the Venice of America. Is it? They say, yeah. Well, I, I, those little channels and stuff. It's not nearly uh, as romantic. <laughs> I did read that recently in Fort Lauderdale, there's a kangaroo loose. So. Oh man! R- is, that, is that a story today? Yeah, running around Fort Lauderdale or hopping around Fort Lauderdale. So, well, I that, would go down there for that. Is that one of your stories? That no, you no, no. It's not one of my stories. I just happen to read it. But, it makes uh, me. It makes me wonder how many of these you don't actually read, and you're like, you just know. I just read the headlines and say, "Wow, that's incredible." <laughs> and then sometimes I'll click on them and read the whole story because it's just so incredible. But kangaroo. I'm, honestly, I'm getting used to kangaroo news. It's been everywhere. They always have kangaroo news out there. There's kangaroos loose everywhere. Yeah, it's old news. Yeah. <laughs> So I, I didn't really want to talk about that necessarily, but you brought up Fort Lauderdale, so I had it's to... It's bound to happen. Yeah, I mean, so it may be the Venice of Florida, but the, it's, it's also the kangaroo capital of the world. Yeah, it's kind of like the Wild of West. Of Florida. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure what you're going to get at Fort Lauderdale. 
So you can go down there and get uh, a nice gondola ride, maybe even with a bunch of other fat people. Yeah. You can you can go down to Fort Lauderdale and, and see kangaroos, or you can get COVID. On, there's all sorts of things you can do at Fort Lauderdale. So. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a tourist hotspot right now. Basically, sure. this is the travel portion of our <laughs> podcast. <laughs> That'd be kind of a fun segment. Yes. It is. Travel so tips. Where, where would you want to go? Let's let's say you could go anywhere in the world. Me? Yeah. Where would you want to go? Hmm. Well, my first like instinct is to say France again because there's so much I didn't see the first time. But from a purely adventure thing, um, the fjords of Norway. There you go. Awesome. The fjords. The fjords. Yes. That'd be awesome. That'd be cool. Yeah. And there's no one up there. Yeah, who's who's in the fjords? Norwegians. You have to be able to pronounce it in order to go. I know. That's all I can say in yeah. Norwegian. Is well, fjord. There you go. You just see, you got Viking roots, or mm-hmm. you know, it's in my blood. That's how I want to. When I die, I want that kind of funeral. You know, the one where they put you on the raft or whatever, mm-hmm. and they send you out there on fire. Okay, where they like shoot your boat with the with the with an arrow. arrow. Yes. It's now we're talking, kind of like on King Arthur that yeah, movie. Okay. Yeah, it's exactly how I want to go. I don't think they still do that, do they? What, the Viking funerals? Yeah. Actually, they're allowed so many of them. Uh, they, they are under control. Uh, they have to be controlled, but they do have Can we do, do have Can them. we do that in the States? I was actually reading about this not too really? long ago. It's really, <laughs> really weird. Not so sure why Wait. Viking funerals are coming up at this moment. but uh, As the eldest son, this this might get dark really quick. As the eldest son, and you pass away, Yeah. right? And I... I'm That's gonna, all right. I'm gonna t- I'm gonna take care of your funeral. I got you. Okay. No, no big deal. Okay. I'm gonna give you a Viking funeral. Right? I wa- That's exactly what I, I want. Do I? Can I just send you down the Mississippi, or do I need to go to the fjords? I was thinking the Imbaraw. Okay. <laughs> a little Wabash. Right around here, the little Wabash, <laughs> somewhere around here, you know. Like Lake Mattoon. I want a bunch of people to dress up like Vikings and show up <laughs> in the winter time, of course. There's That's- just gonna be a. There's just you're just not gonna go anywhere. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't not gonna go anywhere. I don't want to. Gonna be this boat with a corpse. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, if I'm a tourist, it's gonna be disastrous. How much I weigh and getting into getting into gondolas and you're like ah, he's yeah. on this I'll gondola. just stay here and do my stuff. I I'll get a gondola. I'll go down the Embora. I'll get a Viking ship and be you know do my funeral. You can do all out that there. stuff here at the yeah Lake Shelbyville. Lake I Shelby. don't care. <laughs> Yeah, anyway, hey, we've got a great show for you today, like usual. We've got a little bit of culture comic going on. Oh, yeah. Drew's bringing it. We got Dr. Reed back. Always good to have Dr. Reed. Always good to have Dr. Reed in the house. And then we will uh, tie things up, a little bit of Jesus talk. So, hey, hang in there. We'll be right back. To comment with Drew Hansen. Hello and welcome to Culture Comment, where we talk about culture and I comment on it. Of course you do, and here we're back for another cool episode. You know, there's no stop in this, this segment. No, there isn't. Now we just tied up the three keys to cool. Yeah, and this week I thought of a fourth one, but I'm not gonna do it. You're not gonna do it. You're just like forget this, moving I got, on. I'm an endless endless well of keys to cool. So if you need some more tips, hit me up. There you go. Hit him up. You heard it right here, folks. Hit me up. So what, what do you got What do you got today for uh, a comment on our culture? Well, okay. So 
I've been thinking a lot about, well, oftentimes like TikTok and social media has come up in this segment. And Often, yes. Yeah. And I don't mean it to, but I think that says something about our culture right now. <laughs> Everyone, It's is, just so inbred yeah, in and, the culture. And we're all stuck at home still and people are bored and people are fascinated with themselves so they post about themselves on social media so voila 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 uh, you got social media yeah anyways it's interesting what happens on social media yeah that's my culture comment no well uh, thank you very much <laughs> uh, so so, so, now, so now you have another interesting idea of what's happening on social media basically well, I have a warning. A warning. A warning. Ooh, this is a serious culture comment. Yeah, I'm going to say, um, well, first, let me tell you why. Uh, so this this week, um, Howie Mandel. You know Howie? Of course. Hell yeah. Howie. Yeah, he Howie comes from, from the 80s uh, and 90s. Deal or No Deal? Yeah. The famous show where people just guess. America's and, Got Talent? Oh, yeah. he's the. Is he the host of that? Oh, he's one of the judges. Oh, one of the judges. Okay. He's like, you got talent, you don't got talent. You know. Yeah. Cha-ching. And he's like a germaphobe guy. Is he? Yeah. I, he Is that only why he's does, bald? He only does knuckles and stuff with people. He won't shake their hands. Uh, it's probably good right now. Yeah. that's Yeah, and that was pre-COVID. Hey, learn from Howie. There you go. Ha- hashtag learn from Howie. <laughs> um, so anyways, how there's a big scandal with Howie this week. Um, really? Yeah, yeah. I haven't heard this. Yeah, it's it's very interesting. He created a TikTok, right? And um, it was just a video of him doing like at-home craft tips, right? He's like, okay, get creative in less than a minute. And he takes, <laughs> it's so good. He takes this bag, this brown paper bag with a handle, like you get it like Aldi or whatever. And he's like, all right, so all you need for this is a pencil, this brown paper bag, and a pair of scissors. He cuts off the sides. He's like, you go, go, go ahead and cut off the sides. Then you take the pencil and you write shoe stuff on it. Then you have this bag for all your shoe stuff. <laughs> for all your shoe stuff? For all your shoes. He's like, your laces, you know, stuff for your shoes. And that was it. <laughs> that was it. That was he, and he thought video. this was creative. Well, that that's the thing. Um, people... The people's reaction to this was crazy. Like, it was insane. Um, there was, like, over 9 million reactions. Or so. I don't know how people measure those things. but um, now, now, that brought about a scandal? Is that what you said? A scandal? So, people, after watching this, started getting concerned for Howie. Thinking that there's something mentally going on? There's two theories. The biggest theory was that... Um, he was held being held captive. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and his cry for help was via TikTok. Okay. And it's interlaced in this video, this bizarre video that he put out. Um, there's all these coded messages that okay. he's crying out for help. Okay. And people were actually like legitimately concerned for this guy. So yeah, there's. Um, so he's being held hostage. Yeah, they, and this video is his cry for help. Yeah, it's, it's fans believe Howie is asking for help in his TikTok videos by speaking to them in code. Yeah, some some famous TikTok creator so weird. kicked off that rumor. So weird. And he analyzed 
all of the messages within Howie's 45-second TikTok. That is so weird. Everything with how he writes his S's on shoe stuff and uh, some sort of so is anybody that he was has wearing. Has anybody heard from Howie Mandel since? Howie had to come out and say, I'm okay. Like, I'm not. <laughs> like, it was so crazy. He's like, I'm not sure why I have to do this, but I'm not being held captive. I'm fine. Thank you, fans, for being concerned, but I'm okay. But there's so many of these reactions out there, and... If you find it, you can see of all the reasons, but it's it's kind of crazy. Um, so this is what we've come to, is people watching random videos on TikTok and then deciding their own conspiracy theories. Yeah, I guess some teenager claimed that um, in a separate one that he made, uh, he writes the date 81420. He says, they, she says that if you plug those numbers into the alphabet that they make the words H-N-T, which could be interpreted as hostage negotiation team. <laughs> it was the, They're really taking it far here. I know, and there's so many of them. And how like, he's come out and said he's, he's fine. He though. had to after people, he, he got like 9 million, like it, it became like a viral thing. Like, See, I'd be more Howie. concerned with his mental health. That was the other thing. It was, yeah. it was like, is Howie, send Howie help. That was like the other. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're you're cutting two ends off a bag and writing shoe stuff. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I think you need some help. He's like, this was all a joke. He's like, this, everything was a joke. He's like, I was making fun of like the the Pinterest moms who, you know, make banana bread oh. in less than a minute. And it's like, just a joke that nobody got. Yeah, I guess it went over yes. everyone's. I watched it and I, I was cracking up. Because he's just like, um, this is a, this is a bag for uh, your shoe stuff. <laughs> Get creative. He just writes it in so pencil. So you got you stuff. got it when you watched yeah, it. Yeah, I got it immediately. Yeah, okay. But there, there's this. The only reason I'm watching it is because it's trending because people are, were worried that Howie Mandel was kidnapped. That's the reason it's trending. It's not because it was funny. No. It's trending because he's either kidnapped or he's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So. uh so Howie came out, and well, how did he answer anything? Not just to the kidnapping, but also to the mental illness uh, angle. Basically, he just had to keep reassuring. No, it's it's fine. <laughs> you guys are freaking out over nothing. It's like I this is a gonna, joke that nobody. When got. you get nine million hits, though, you think you think he'll, he's got to come out with another one, right? You would think he'd capitalize on it. Yeah, I think he just keep going with it. Yeah, this is a bag for your. Your hat in fact, stuff. In fact, you should put some secret code kind of stuff in it on purpose just to... You, you never know. Give people, you know, some fodder to yeah, to play with, I, I think, think I, about. I mean, how we... Okay. I mean, how many people are talking about Howie Mandel today because of this? That now? was my point, yeah. too. Like, who... was was Were people actually watching his TikTok videos before this? I can't imagine. No. Did no. It, I don't know. Well, at least not 9 million. Yeah, I don't... It was insane. Nine million. I mean, yeah. I can't believe that. It's got to be the same people watching over and over. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't know. Because I stumbled on it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. That's crazy. I don't know. I, I, I just thought it would be funny if he actually was held captive, but like the like the person holding him captive like doesn't follow him on social media. And it's like, here, you can have your phone. It's fine. I don't know what you're going to do with this. <laughs> Just do whatever you want on TikTok. <laughs> it's fine. You can, I'll delete Instagram, but you can have TikTok. 
I yeah, know. I think uh, if I was going to kidnap somebody, I think I'd totally do that. Just, yeah, you know, you can do whatever you want as long as it's coded. Exactly. People, if people are smart enough to figure it out, then. I feel like if you're smart enough to, to <laughs> kidnap a famous celebrity, I don't know. So what's kind of the comment here that goes along with, I mean, this is a good example of what's going on in our culture. Yeah. People th- are flipping out over TikTok videos. I think they, people are jumping to conclusions. You know, they're they're what? quick. Yeah, yeah. People don't jump to conclusions yeah. nowadays about anything, Drew. I'm not sure what you're talking about. You know what? I think, I think. Uh, okay, so what you do? You like read the headlines? You said right? I read headlines. That's about it. Yeah, and I think with the kind of news that you read, it's harmless. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're, you're reading about headlines about kangaroos and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I read other headlines, but I don't read the stories necessarily. People might read this headline and be like, "Oh my gosh, Howie Mandel is kidnapped." You know, I'd, what I mean? I'd be one of those people. I would read that yeah. and go, "Oh, well, I guess and that's imagine, interesting." And imagine if it was an issue like that. Actually, not that Howie doesn't matter, but one that was actually real. And all you're doing is reading the headline, man. If he was kidnapped, was a kidnapper when he gave his list of demands, say deal or no deal? Yeah. <laughs> It's all just a setup so he can put in his phrase, yeah. his catchphrase. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Who knows? He like messes it up and he says something different. So what's like, this say about our culture then? I mean, we're just, um, we jump to conclusions about everything. I, I would warn you not, you know, make sure you learn the whole story. Don't assume, don't comment on someone's post just because you saw the headline, you know, like don't have an opinion right away. Right. I got you. Don't, don't have, have an opinion, opinion right, right away. away. Take your time, research a little bit. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. Find out what the truth is. Uh-huh. Kind of like when you're walking through a mall and you get this kiosk guy yeah, don't who tells you to up. spend $60 yeah, yeah, yeah. on eye cream. Yeah, yeah, Maybe yeah. you would research it a little bit before you actually pull the trigger on my that My research one. was the guy at the mall at in the kiosk thing. He was my research. Anyways, I trusted him too much. Let's move on past that. You're such a trusting man, Drew. I know. The wonderful world of zoology, anthropology, botany, entomology, herpetology. And now, the amazing mind of Dr. Reed. Hey, it's time for Dr. Reed, and Dr. Reed is in the house. Hey, Dr. Reed. What's, what's up? I'm, I'm back. You're back, and you've always got, you always got something exciting to share with us. I think so. I think this, this one's really good, too. Incredible Dr. Reed good, good content. Talk here. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, what are we talking about today? Is it some sort of uh, animal or plant, or what are we talking about? Uh, the, the fascinating animal we're talking about today is the human. Um, <laughs> a new study, a new study came out. This was released in the New York Times. Okay. But a new study, uh, based on 39 years of data from Nathan's hot dog eating contest, has finally found the maximum hot dogs a human can consume in one sitting. What? Um, I think that's exciting. How did they determine that? Yeah, so Dr. So Dr. Smoliga, a professor at High Point University in North Carolina, she figured out the answer is 83. Um, 83. It has to do with just like maximum. No, that's it. That's where humans max out at. 83 hot dogs in one sitting. Now, what is Joey Chestnut's um, record? Now, that's a great question. Joey Chestnut just broke his own record by downing 75 hot dogs in 10 minutes with buns. 
So this doctor is saying that Joey Chestnut will never eclipse 83. No, no human is expected to um, without hurting themselves. So he could get 84, but he might die. It, it, yeah, he could die. Too many hot dogs isn't good for you. Um, <laughs> I, I question his health already with as many hot dogs as he's eaten. Well, apparently, like, I was reading that this guy in particular has an incredible regimen physically. I mean, he's like in great shape. I You kind of have to be, I would assume, to eat that many hot dogs. You have to be hungry, you know? Some people really take this thing like a sport, like they're a professional athlete. Yeah, that Nathan's endorsement money must be really good. <laughs> well, see, a guy like Joey Chestnut, I know his name. And if I know his name, then dude's famous. Exactly, he's around. Now, the, that, it, the thing that caught my eye about this study wasn't just that um, they figured out how many hot dogs a person could eat, but also the little statements they gradually make throughout the paper are hilarious. Um, they compare humans' abilities to eat with several different animals. One that caught my attention was the gray wolf, which apparently has the capacity to eat 11 hot dogs per minute. <laughs> um, wait Wait a minute. How do they know this exactly? Is, is someone got a, like a big gray wolf in a lab and they're feeding them hot dogs and... See, that's what I'm trying to figure out. It seems, see, they definitely made gray wolves eat hot dogs at some point, from what it sounds like. Um, <laughs> Ladies no, and gentlemen, the other this thing, is your grant money at work. Yes, yes, exactly. And uh, something else I found interesting is they felt the need to compare humans' ability to eat up against a python, which can consume about 75% of its body weight in a single meal that that'd be comparable to like a 132 pound person eating 99 pounds of hot dogs wow. in one sitting. Um, so a Python can so really I, I do guess, it in. Yeah. So I don't know what they're trying to say with the study. If humans max out and we're just not as good as hot at eating hot dogs as other animals, or if that's a, the new thing to aspire for, you know, well, how about this? Since Joey Chestnut cannot be beat by other humans, why don't we put him up against a python and see what happens? Exactly. Well, something I found interesting was that Dr. Smoliga, the, the professor that did the study, was saying that um, uh, anytime, or uh, Joey Chestnut, anytime he eats, he's actually not far off from the gray wolf's ability to eat 11 hot dogs a minute. It's just that he can only do it within a minute, not over the whole 10 minutes. So that's fascinating. Mm. So, yeah, so that Joey Chestnut's guy, part gray wolf. Part gray wolf, scarfing hot dogs. Now, I'm curious as to why this whole study came about. Is there any information on that? Um, You know, nothing that I've seen. I mean, this... this <laughs> Like I said, it comes from the New York Times, and it hasn't said too much as to why they felt inspired. But 39 years of data to figure out humans can eat 83 hot dogs, that seems excessive. <laughs> Somebody's getting paid good money Yeah. to try to just sit around in some sort of lab, bring in random animals, and feed them hot dogs. Yeah, that sounds like, sounds like fun. 
I wish I could have that job. Yeah, I'd participate. What kind of degree do you need for that? I don't know, but maybe you should start submitting grant, you know, things for grants. It's true. You know what? This has me curious about my own pet's abilities to eat hot dogs. I've never fed my, I don't feed my dogs hot dogs or my dog hot dogs or my cats, but I might just to see, see if I can beat them. To see how many hot dogs he can eat within a minute? Yeah, and see if I can break his record. There you go. This has me feeling competitive with the animal kingdom. You know what? That would be a great video of you and him behind tables on the front porch. Yeah. So go who, and then yeah. you and your dog just go at it and see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. Treat it we'll like a regular have... hot dog eating contest. Exactly. We'll have to get some like more dog safe hot dogs so he can really eat a whole bunch. I think you need to but totally do this happen. and we need to put this up on New Hope Underground social media. I think it's great and I accept that challenge. I think that I can beat <laughs> my dog champ any day of the week. I want to see it. I yeah, really do. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. So, New Hope Underground Nation out there, DM us, let us know that you want to see this. You know, yeah. we need some people to get on, on board here so that Reed will get motivated to make this video of a hot dog eating contest yeah. between him and his golden Labrador. Not only that, but if you if you feel the need to also participate so I can find some base <laughs> numbers to, to go off of, that'd be great. So if anyone wants to participate, post Just their stats. <laughs> I'm up for the challenge. Just let us know, and it'll be Reed and Champa's Golden Labrador and you sitting on you know Reed's front porch mm -hmm. with little tables. We're in your front yes. yard. Wherever. With Nathan Banners. Yeah. Maybe we'll you get, could get we'll some get, endorsement yeah. for this. That's, that's what I'm thinking. I'll hit him up. Uh, of course, Nathan's get kind of expensive. You probably need to go with something cheaper. Yeah, I probably just need to go with like a great value or something. Bar S. Na Nathan's are expensive. You can have Bar S, uh, those real cheap hot dogs you find like in Dollar Tree. Like Vienna sausages. Sausages. They're kind of cheap. They're kind of small, so you have to yeah. you have to figure out how many you actually equivocate to one hot dog. That's true. That could that could get expensive. <laughs> well, that's a great story. Yeah, I thought so. I thought it was interesting. I thought it was cool. People were studying that kind of stuff. Um, and I'm glad people are. You know, I'm I'm glad that we we know how many hot dogs a person can eat one sitting. Uh, relatively safely. Now we've been talking about different ologies, you know, herpetology and botany, mm -hmm. which isn't really an ology, but you know that kind of thing. So what do you, what do, what would this category be? Anthropology. Um, anthrop anthropology? Yeah, probably. This has this is human history. I mean, this there you is. Go. Yeah, anthropology sounds right. This is important. It's thirty nine years of data. That sounds anthrop. <laughs> Cool. 39 years of data to give us those kinds of answers. That's amazing. Yeah. Incredible. I wonder if, is Joey Chestnut even 39? I don't know how old he is, but he's been. <laughs> I have no clue. I've actually never seen him before. I've never seen him eat hot dogs. I've heard about him. Well, if this data is that old, there's no way that he's the inspiration for it. 
Yeah, so, for sure. Somebody else, so, something else was the inspiration for the start of this study. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Well, it's good to know that the human race has had a hot dog eaters in its history for a long time. So, yes, absolutely. Well, thanks, Dr. Our- Reed. You know what? Arrivederci. Arrivederci. I had to start off with Bongiorno. Uh-huh. So now we're getting ready to close. So Arrivederci is goodbye, right? I think so. For t- Italian. It sounds right. I, yeah. I always say ciao. I don't know. Ciao. There ciao. you go. We'll end it with that. But hey, we're getting towards the end here, but uh, we've got a f- couple of things to talk about. Uh, what's coming up in New Hope, Drew? Anything? Man, what is not coming up in New Hope? Everything. <laughs> Uh, we have Sunday morning services now open, 8.45 and 10.30 a.m. Can, so. you, can you insert like some cricket noises? Crickets, crickets, crickets. That's pretty good. <laughs> That's not bad. And we have a campus at Newton is open. I think they have their service at 9 a.m. Oh, and yeah. we, at 9 a.m. you can also watch Church at Home. Mm-hmm. So check that out. And uh, check out, uh, us out on any of our social media. We talk about that every single week. Mm-hmm. But check us out at, uh, at New Hope Church, of course, on any of those platforms. But also at New Hope Underground, at Instagram or Facebook. Check us out there. And uh, I'm pretty sure, uh, I didn't get to see the last numbers, honestly, but I think our poll is over. And uh, the pizza story, I'm pretty sure, won how over could it, the how could it not? pickle story. So there you go. It's an incredible story. So if you have not heard our story about the uh, pizza deliveries that kept coming over and over to this guy in Belgium, check it out. Go back and look at some of our past episodes and dig that one up. The haunting of the Belgian pizza delivery. It's incredible. It really is. Mm-hmm. So, um, Drew, what have... Now, Shelbyville... Our campus in Shelbyville, we mentioned that my gig started here. I, I heard we got a date set, possibly, for an opening yeah, we're Sunday looking, night. We're looking at September. Yeah, so we're not going to even try August yet. Uh, so I'm not, I'm not positive. I know I know. I was, I was in those conversations uh, when we were trying to figure out what month we were looking at. So a specific date, I'm not sure, but um, I think when school starts back up. I think they're looking at first week in September. That so sounds right. That's, that's, that's Labor right before, Day weekend. Yeah, right before Labor Day. Uh, so, hey, keep that in mind if, uh, you know, get that on the calendar. If it's not going to be that day, but the Sunday after, but we're shooting for September. All my Shelbyville Anyway, to peeps. kick off Shelbyville, uh, our once-a-month service, anyway, on a Sunday night. So, hey, yeah, we, we really don't have a lot to report uh, because of we continue in this COVID time. But have a little bit of a Jesus talk for you before we uh, before we get going. This, now... This Sunday coming up, uh, Tyler Sturkey and I are speaking on. Now, after when you hear this, we release this on a Monday, so mm-hmm. this will be after the fact because we're recording before the fact uh, on a Sunday. Right. This would have happened yesterday yes. if you're listening right. on so, Monday. So, God willing, this coming Sunday, prior to you listening to this episode, uh, Tyler and I are going to be speaking. Uh, and we're talking about lessons we've learned in quarantine, and we're bringing up a conversation. That's our topic. Hmm. What we've learned about in quarantine, about about conversation. 
or the lack of conversation, yeah. how that can affect you and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But but the in surrounding that topic, I guess the one thing I kind of want to bring up while I have the microphone in front of me today is one thing I've noticed, and I, th- I don't see how you can not notice, is that our culture is full of very explosive language and people talking at each other, but not necessarily with each other. You know, conversation is not necessarily the goal. It's more like spouting off whatever I believe or think and making sure everyone understands that. Trying to prove a point. Yeah, right. And drawing yeah. a line in the sand uh, with our, with our, the way that we talk anyway. And so I was just thinking about, you know, maybe I'm wrong about this. You know, as I, I look at Jesus, Jesus was strong in the way he, dealt with people and tender in the way he dealt with people and times he wasn't afraid to say things. Other times he didn't mention the obvious things necessarily that were in the culture at the time. Uh, he spent a lot of time talking about personal heart issues. Uh, so when you, when you look at the things he would say and how he would conduct himself in conversation, I think you can take some great examples but one thing I, I just am very con- convinced of, of this is that we don't need to share our stances about everything with everyone all the time. Hmm. You know, I, in other words, relationship is kind of key. There needs to be context to the th- when we talk about our own viewpoints. And that means the person next to me who I'm talking to needs to know me a little bit before they actually hear all my stances. Uh, because I think there, there needs to be context in that in conversation. Uh, because I also think that brings about more solid relationships and, and, do, and brings about a gentleness and respect that should be seasoned in there with your conversations. We're going to talk about that on mm-hmm. Sunday a little bit more. But the main thing I wanted to kind of bring out today as I've been thinking about this topic is that we just... Just because you have a strong stance on something, and you may even be 100% right about some sort of issue, doesn't mean that you have to share that stance with everyone all the time. Mm-hmm. Amen. Uh, pick and choose who you're going to talk to. Uh, make sure there's context there. Make sure they understand your heart, not just your position. Now, I I know that sounds simplistic, and I don't think it. I don't think it is that simple, and that's really kind of my point. I think a lot of people just throw throw out ideas or opinions thinking that they're just talking to the air. Uh, mm-hmm. But you're affecting people in the way that you say things. You're also affecting people with your actual stances that may or may not be right. Right. Uh, my point is, is that regardless of that, is that should you have opinions? Yes. Should you be afraid to voice them? No. But you should have wisdom into hmm. when to be able to voice them, when to voice them, who to voice them to, how to voice them. Mm-hmm. Now, the, I can prove all this scripturally, but when you look at when you look at Jesus, and we're going to talk about this more on Sunday, so I hope people will tune in on Sunday to get a better idea what well, I'm talking about. It would have been last Sunday. Yeah, I go, guess. Go back on guess YouTube. You've, I hope you've already heard what we talked about on go Sunday. Go back on YouTube and re-watch yeah, it. Or I just don't it. want to re-preach it here because... Sure. I'm gonna we're gonna talk about it uh, already, but I think I guess what I'm trying to say is that that the one thing about conversation in this kind of explosive time that we're in, when everybody wants to kind of throw out their opinions regardless of who's listening, 
I really think it's important that we do have listeners. I think it's important that we also listen, that, that, we, that we have conversation, which means going back and forth and context and listening to someone's heart and, and also being able to speak your heart and being able to trust each other's heart, even if you don't agree, is vitally important when it comes to conversation. Uh, so don't don't just throw some things out there in social media and say, well, I got I said what I wanted to say, needed to say that because it needed to be said. You you may even be right, but I'm not so sure that's the greatest context for it. It doesn't necessarily help when it comes to individual relationships, which yeah. is what we should be about anyway. Yeah, you have to ask yourself, what is the goal of me sharing this? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, what am I trying to do? What's the motive here? If you're trying to just say it, then say it, I guess. But if your goal is to get to know someone and get to, then to get to know you and to actually have a conversation, you can't do that. If everyone's a teacher, no one's a student. Yeah. And I think that that's extremely important. When you look at Jesus, he was a teacher, yes. Uh, but but you know what? He, he did a lot of listening. Uh, I know he did. Uh, and when you look at the way he, when he did talk to people, it wasn't just to hear himself talk. And sometimes he said things very pointedly, but he, he said them when he needed to say them. It wasn't just randomly and however, whoever's listening, as long as someone's listening. And, uh, it, it, you know, be careful to uh, not to run down other people uh, who aren't, aren't even listening. You know, just because you've got a, a choir that, you know, that you're preaching to that may be agreeing with you doesn't make it right uh, necessarily. So anyway, mm-hmm. I just think that uh, when it comes to looking at the example of, of Jesus, we need to listen to his words and try to mimic some of the way he actually speaks and contextually mimic some of those conversations that he has at the times that uh, are needed most in people's lives. And thinking about other people instead of yourself, that's a big key in doing that as well. So there you go. That's Jesus Talk that's for good. today. That's good. I, I didn't preach as long awesome. as I did last time, but... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm still awake. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> kidding. Well, hey, we've, we've had a great show. Hope you've enjoyed it. And uh, any, any of you in New Hope Underground Nation, Nation across this globe, we'd love to hear from you. Mm-hmm. you know, DM us on Instagram. Message us on Facebook. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. And uh, even if you just tell us how terrible we are, go ahead. Yeah. You know, at least to be hearing something better or, than nothing. Or at least tell us, you know, how you're doing during COVID or, you know, how we're doing during COVID. Yeah. Tell us how we're doing during COVID. <laughs> <laughs> hey, have a great day. Have a great week. We're out. Peace. Peace.